You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Michael Rasmussen putting in some goals. Um, this is going to be a fun episode. Some celebrating going on. Uh, maybe Mike, if he wants to throw out some extra trade talk as he's been doing the last couple of weeks, we'll do that. But before we do any of that, Mike, as always, we have a little bit of business to get into. Yeah, we do. A little bit of macho madness. Yeah. Um, so the tournament is in full swing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The cream is risen to the top. Yeah. But, Matt, we've been told to discuss upsets or exciting storylines. Matt, there's no upsets in Michigan. You know why? Because Michigan wins again. Woo! All right, we're calling it here at halftime. They're only up 11. <laughs> Matt, they are going to the Elite Eight. We're calling it. Thank you. Um, suck it, Florida State. You know what, Florida? Michigan is coming for you basketball-wise, and the Red Wings are going to swindle the lightning in some trades. We're going to be on in Florida shortly here, man. Woo! Can't wait. Uh, but, yeah, uh, if you want to just keep winning money, I'll just keep betting yellow because uh, the rest of the teams in Michigan's bracket, <laughs> turn it. So get ready for that big banner. It's going to get risen. Oh so just get some free money. All right, here's oh. what you do. You bet a dollar on any tournament game. <laughs> bet it on Michigan. And if your team wins, Michigan, you win a hundred dollars. It's that simple. Michigan, turn one dollar, Michigan, and a one hundred Michigan dollars. Man, it's one hundred to one Michigan odds. My God, <laughs> pick any college basketball team, especially Michigan, that's still in the hunt for your shot at winning one hundred dollars. It's all it takes to turn a one dollar bet for Michigan, and that team winning their next game, Michigan. There's no better way to put. Your college basketball knowledge to the test, and you don't need very much knowledge. I'm giving you all the free answers, Michigan. So, Matt, put your money where your mouth is and taste that delicious, sweet nectar of victory by putting it on yellow and blue. Woo! Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers daily odds, boosts on pro basketball, hockey, golf, and so much more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and promo use promo code THPN when you sign up to turn $1 into $100. Uh, if the college basketball team you choose pulls off the victory, that's code THPN. Turn $1 to $100 for a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Man, I don't think DraftKings knew, Mike, that when they were going to sign up to do to sponsor this show, that they were going to get five minutes of coverage at the start of the show. <laughs> you got hey, it. You got I'm, ex- I'm jacked Jeez. over here. Woo! I'm just gonna 
I'm in a celebratory mood. What can I say? Oh Man, our Red Wings have never looked hotter. Um, I love spanking Ohio. Mm. I just love <laughs> putting a big lick on my hand and bending Ohio over and give him a good naughty spanking. Woo! Two games yeah. in a row, Matt. Get a good one. Get Offensively. going to break everybody's headphones. Picardingly. I'm going to yell right into the microphone. Matt, Calvin, Pickard, Picard, I don't know, Captain Picard himself there has beamed down from the Enterprise, and he has led the Red Wings out of that awful 12 goals to one rut we were in. Matt, we lost by a touchdown. We lost a couple other games before that. You know what? Short-term memory. Who cares? The Captain Picard, Matt, has risen from the ashes, much like Superman in the remastered Snyder Cut. Man, I just sat through that four hours, and I feel great. I feel like I... Superman was... Brought back, and Matt, Calvin, Captain Picard is also from the ashes, Matt. I'm so excited. The um, I, I hope everybody's watching on YouTube. The the brought back Mike was washed up. He washed over. He's washed over with Superman, and we're bringing him back. Um, Mike, did you are you are you a part of the group then that wants to hashtag uh, bring back the Snyder Cut or the Snyderverse? I feel like uh, we just saw Calvin Picard's Snyder cut because he's having the longest stretch of his Red Wing career, and it's uh, watchable. I'll say that. Uh, I feel like we're getting his true origin story here. Um, it's, you know, collectively six more hours of Picard hockey than I thought I'd ever watch. And now we can actually make the case that, uh, woo, Grice, uh, you know, the bench gets awful cold. We need you to put those... Maybe put let's, those grace buns on the, the wood. Matt, short-term memory. All right, Picard, let's put those buns on the bench, warm it up for the hot dogs. All right? How all about right. that? I, I'm ready I'm ready to say he's played two good games. That's about as far as That's I right. want to throw that. All Matt, right? I'll, here's what I'm saying. All right? I don't know what happened to Grace. We've seen his career numbers. He's not, career-wise, he's not as bad as he's been this year. But something about the Red Wings, just seeing that G-R-E-I-S-S in the net, just makes them play like A-S-S. Matt, I, I don't know what's wrong. When they see Bernie out there, they look they look inspired. When they see the Captain Picard out there, they look inspired. I don't know. I don't know what it is, Matt. Um, I don't know how much deep cut analytics we really need to do, but they just never win when he's out there. I don't well, know what it is. We We can at least start with, the possession was clearly on our side. And we got probably two of the easiest periods that any of our three goaltenders would have to look at um, yes. in those first and second periods. Uh, arguably for both games, uh, but definitely that first game. So that puts uh, Picard in that in that zone. Because, I mean, if if you look at it, he's allowing one goal, but it, he's still in that expected range. So it's not like he, he had like a stand-on-his-head performance and the expected goals was like in the four or five range. And he still kept it down to one. And then we go, oh, my God, the greatest goaltender of all time. Like, he, he's still the, – the defense performed so spectacularly. I always screw that word up. Uh, like, I don't I, – I'd Michigan it. You know, I go through it too quick. The, it's, particularly, it's, like, it's like saying February. Right. I do February every time I say it. My uh, favorite months are February and March. <laughs> Or uh, odd just. That's uh, the wrong joke. All right, um, moving on. <laughs> I you have a pet giraffe, don't you? All right. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that's that's where the story was at, right? Like when you when you prevent a team from eclipsing two expected goals, uh, that's a hell of a performance by the defense. And it's not anything where they were like, they didn't come into that game after watching Picard, you know, look pedestrian uh coming in for for grice and in the nashville game hotly debated um, by hotly debated by the way i listened to the uh ken kale broadcast friend of the show um also paul woods friend of the show eventually when he comes on and we do pokemon together but uh friends of the show matt they said pickard and the ken daniels called him uh picard matt hot debate there uh God, i don't care I'm what not, you call him uh he's our new leader I'm not playing. Yeah, I, I mean it's it's classically pronounced Picard. I mean we we know that because we've seen enough Star our, Trek of our captain. Yeah, our captain from Star Trek. Uh, yeah. If anything, it just points to the fact that he should be our captain. Next. No, yeah. look, that I, I think I made my point pretty clear. Uh, <laughs> that we we played two outstanding games from from an expected goals perspective, which from a you know an expected uh, goals against is just reflective of how great of a plan they had from a defensive standpoint but also you can't ignore the fact that columbus came in pretty sluggish and it, it's it, like that's where you want to draw the line that's where the conversation gets interesting where it's like do you want to just comment on columbus being sluggish or do we give more credence to the to the idea that the red wings played a great defensive game and and the point being and this is where we jump into the narrative side of things where everybody's bored of talking analytics um wouldn't Columbus put on a better effort because they're actually in the playoff hunt and we are not. So is it that's, just that's what I thought we were gonna see. If I'm an NHL team that's not the Red Wings, and I look at my schedule and be like, oh, we got a couple Detroit games coming up, baby. Woo! Let's start padding those stats. We gotta move so, up uh move up the standings a little bit. Real real quick, we didn't get a comment in the uh, uh chat here, but Jesse wants to tell us. The wrong pronunciation, uh, pronunciation. No, isn't that funny? I just you nailed <laughs> it. Man. That was a good joke. God damn it. Oh, it's not gonna land. I was just gonna be a dick. Uh, but yeah, just Jesse says Pickard. Um Pickard, so, that's the first one I said. Yeah, obviously Calvin doesn't know how to pronounce his own last name. It's <laughs> it's weird to see. Uh it's I feel for him, you know. That's, you know, uh, this is another uh, this is another Baby Yoda Grogu situation. I think, like, no, yeah. you're you're Baby Yoda. No, it's it's it was, Grogu. A, it was established years ago how to pronounce that name. It doesn't matter what he thinks it is. All right, <laughs> it's Baby Yoda <laughs> and our baby. Uh, just interesting point here because, yeah. um, you know, we can't take too much credence in. Uh, you know, win loss because there's, you know, there's a lot fewer games this year. And, you know, a lot of teams are missing games because of um, uh, main games lost due to COVID. Just kind of interesting that, you know, Columbus, we talked about them inching towards that playoff spot, but their goal differential is only about 10 games better than us. And we've had games where we gave up touchdowns. So, I mean, if you're within shouting distance of goal differential, like over the season with the Red Wings, ooh. Uh, so we're at negative thirty six, which you know, not, not, uh, not fantastic. Right. Not the worst though, incredibly. Um, but yeah, Columbus is at negative twenty six, Matt. So hmm. what is is Buffalo on? Is it sixteen games at this point? How many? Oof, Buffalo Winless? is uh, Winless, really. I think. Yeah, they're nine. They're really bottom. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're they're differential. Like to kind oh. of put it, is at negative fifty. But don't 
Don't trust NHL.com. Jesus. I pulled that up. It says nine losses in a row, right? Also, last 10, uh, 09 and 1, which to me, uh, so, all right. Thanks a lot, NHL.com. Last I heard, Wait. it was 16 in a row. So, Damn uh, I'm going to go back to that and not trust NHL.com. Anyways. Um, Man, this is paid for we- by the National Hockey League. I don't know what the, <laughs> the big deal is. Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about a few of the stars from tonight besides uh, our new captain uh pickard part picard um man we got we got some uh contributions from uh mr sveshnikov mr rasmussen and matt uh oh we got it 17 in a row thank you boom thank you um and what was the other big piece that i really liked oh um daniels uh was talking about heronic once he once he touched the puck uh with the empty net He's he kept escalating it and going farther and farther up that top shelf because uh, he he had a feeling that Ronick was going to get another empty netter and he's like oh watch out he's good at this he's really good at this he's great at this and then it goes in he's the best at this goes so I I really had a popski for that one so I I was I couldn't decide if I wanted to tweet about that or just the Rasmussen picture that I found of of how happy he was when he scored um, yeah, he's been snake bitten for sure yeah. That empty net goal uh, call from Ken Daniels. I mean, honestly, I, I'm going back. I'm going back to the San Jose Sharks empty net uh, goal we had. Um, uh, I, I believe it was Darren Helm that put it in, but that that was one hell of uh, that was one hell of an empty net goal call. But tonight, Ken Daniels for a game against Co- the Columbus Blue Jackets in the middle of the season. Goddamn, what an empty net goal call. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I, I think uh, the other points we can't skip on here with with how much fun this is is uh, Rasmussen finally putting one in. Is that and as we've mentioned before, it's it's a guy that is changing. A, I, I would say changing the style that you would expect from a top ten draft pick uh, because we've highlighted uh, in the past that his hits per sixty were actually at the top of the team. So hmm. the fact that he wasn't leading the team in hits. Who cares? We play the same game with points and goals. Rasmussen was leading the team, especially forwards, in that uh, the hits per 60. The guy is putting his body out there. And God damn it all the hell, if he didn't want to just run <laughs> Merce Lickens through the ice. He, he, I, you know, when I first saw that goal go in for Rasmussen, I and, and like immediately was like, that's not a goal. Because he, well, he uh, is a big boy, and he's going to run through... Do you think he's upset that he got credit for a goal and not another hit? We can give you the goal, but we got to take away a hit off the stat sheet. Oh, That's man. Right. Oh. He was going, right. He was going in for the physical play, and he actually threw <laughs> – everybody said he threw the net afterwards in celebration. I think it was honestly just upset that he ended the play. He didn't get that extra hit. So yeah. that's that's all that was. That was him letting out just a – a little bit of frustration. Yeah, he with that, like, that hit uh, total. He looked like WWE's Bobby Lashley flipping the table there. He was uh, really excited about that <laughs> crashing into the goal. Uh, that was that was beautiful. Uh, I I do hope that that like that's something that was so much fun to watch. And if if you haven't seen it yet, as Red Wings fans, you should go back and watch that Rasmussen celebration. Mike, I challenge EA Sports to throw that in as the new celebration when you mash a button after you score. I. Uh, I don't know, Mike, what your what your celebration of choice is. Uh, for anybody that's an NHL 21 fan, um, you'll you'll know what I do. You'll be familiar. 
every single goal, no matter who it is. I know some people like to pick different goal celebrations. I am a run into the boards as hard as possible and jump into them every Mike every goddamn time. (laughs) So when Rasmussen runs into the net and wants to flip it like Bobby Lashley, I I couldn't have been more proud. I couldn't have have like been in the same uh, mind space that Rasmussen is in. It's, It's all beautiful. But well, uh, I, I always, I, I'm always very, I very rarely score in that game. So what I usually do is after I get a goal, <laughs> is I usually drop the gloves and try to get my Gordy Howe hat trick. So I'll just start looking for somebody to fight after it's a confirmed goal. They point towards center ice, and I just throw them down and start fighting each other. Well, we've got um, some more goals, Mike. Uh, yeah. The previously mentioned Genny Svechnikov puts one in. I, I thought this was fun. His goal today, Mike, and this is more or less. Um, let's let's say it's a it's a critique, maybe, of some of the roster choices uh, because he's now, Mike, eclipsed his own number. He's at thirty seven and a half percent shooting percentage, uh, and Mike, he's right back up there. Uh, actually, I I'm pretty sure he hadn't lost it, but still. Yep, you know what we're gonna have to do, Mike. Leads the team in points per 60 by a mile at 3.4. Uh, it's it's Robbie Fabry who's at 2.32 right now. That and, and, like, we know what's going on. Like, we say he's leading in points per 60, and obviously we're not sitting here going, well, obviously you increase his time on ice because he's going to bring more goals. Yes, you do. Matt, we're, using the, we're using the Captain Picard approach, all right? So we're going to tell the <laughs> critics to... Shut their pie holes. That's right. Woo! <laughs> is that a new sponsor I wasn't told about? Yeah, that is a... Uh, woo! That is an aged uh, whiskey because I've let it sit on my house for uh, five years now. It was already on sale for being old. Um, it's got a... Yeah, for the listeners, Mike uh, Mike took a huge swig of something called pie hole. Uh, so that's... Oh. What's that, what's pie, that flavor there? Pioneering whiskey. Um, so there's a nice lady sitting on a slice of apple pie. This ah. is Canadian whiskey with apple pie liqueur. Oh, very classy, Mike. Yeah. yeah <laughs> throwing, the, throwing the fruit pie liqueur. That's uh Yeah. I'm being a that's little what they, that's what they call me. Fruit pie liqueurs on his way. <laughs> so where my point was going was uh like we we get it. We we know the conversation of of talking points per 60 for a guy who hasn't played the whole season. Like you, you immediately say, all right, the sample size just isn't large enough. We don't, but you've got to at least think about the, the, the opposite of what would be going on or consider if none of these had gone it, but the, you know, they, they are. And, and it's, it's just one of those things where he's, he's also not just completely inept on the defensive side. And I, I know things are going to change after the trade deadline. And, um, you know, I'm going to come back to a conversation that we had with a guy who uh, celebrated a, a very Fun anniversary the last couple of days where uh, we were all talking about uh, March 26th uh, up against Colorado, Aaron McCarty, who gave me a little bit of a hard time when I was upset about uh, Svechnikov and, and the choice to not put him in the lineup. I still say, like, if the kid's going to play and he's the most exciting thing for us to watch, like, if it's if it's that point of view of just give me something young and exciting to get me through these games, um I still say, like, this, the stats are there. The eyeball test is there. Man, the you sounded like you were cheating on your wife. Just give me something hot to get me through the day. 
Something young and hot, you know. Just give me a little Svechnikov. Show me a little leg, kid. There Come you on, go. kid. <laughs> um, well, I was going to connect to, because I do want to hear what you had to say about Svechnikov, who easily had the most, well, maybe with Hronik, uh most uh, skill-oriented goal today. Um, but uh, another one of the stars, Darren Helm, kind of helped make that play for sure. He did. He held the play. He used his speed. And I don't, Matt, hopefully you can explain this to me because I don't really understand it. And uh, what is this defensive setup that Columbus has where it looks like they're perpetually killing a penalty uh, and kind of sitting on their heels in a box uh, when it's five on five? Yeah, I, I was actually about to say that, that Osgood brought that up and kind of took, he took away some of the, uh, he had to keep throwing in the asterisk of, of like, you know, not, not to take anything away from Svechnikov, but he put that, he put that whole goal on, on the Columbus uh, setup. And, you know, there was the screen that Columbus put in front of their own goaltender and it was just weak and it wasn't aggressive for what was ultimately four on one in favor of Columbus. Um, I, you know, and that, that goes back to what is Sveshnikov doing right, if we want to focus on that. Because obviously that's a bad that's a bad choice, bad setup for Columbus. But Sveshnikov took advantage of it. And they, I, they butchered I say, defensive co- coaching. They they butchered that whole defensive <laughs> uh setup there, right? Yeah. But I don't think you can argue that. As far as who's uh, who Eiserman is icing a team with, I don't know if we have a ton of guys who would have made that kind of laser of a wrist shot. That was still right. that was still talented, but yes. I mean it was a perfect storm of Columbus. Well, what the aptitude, and then of Genny showing off, you know, one of the one of the skills that made him a, a highly touted you know prospect. So um, I, I wouldn't take too much away from him. I, it was puzzling. Um, I think the Columbus goaltender was a little upset because after the puck went in, you just saw his helmet turn to the defenseman who set a perfect screen. Uh, so he couldn't see the puck at all, uh, which that, again, this game had a lot of uh, hilarity involved um, from Ken Daniels with the good, good, great, the best, and uh, whatever this pick play was for Columbus on their own goaltender. Um, really fun stuff. But yeah, I, I make the comment about possibly being uh, some coaching involved only because, like, yes, yeah, surely we looked terrible. And who doesn't look terrible, Mike, in a seven to one loss? Um, <laughs> but there, there's a lot of things that went right in these last couple of games. And I still see the the pattern that never ends, right? Um, it, it, it's it's the get rid of Blashill. And I, I just. <sighs> I get it. You know, we're all frustrated at what happened. But, Mike, there was at least something else that happened this week that was controversial, at least from the perspective of Ken Cal and Paul Woods, because I listened to the last game on the radio. And uh, the the controversial decision, uh, if I may, taking the words from Ken Cal, uh, was, was to go to practice pretty hard after this Nashville game instead of going day off and seeing if the rest helps. And... Something that uh, I guess is becoming more controversial as the years go on is is running guys into the ground uh, was something that Paul Woods kind of stood up for the idea that it's the way that these players actually they want it. Like he said, if if you're judging these guys by kids, they're going to continue to perform as kids. He's like, these are adults who want to be treated like adults. And when they lose seven to one, 
This is from Paul Woods. I'm not doing the impression as Mike would. When they lose <laughs> seven to one, they want to get right back in there and try and fix it. They're they're not about trying to hide it. They're not about short term memory in, in in regard to let's just keep moving forward. That doesn't affect us. Like I think they'll say that in a press conference, and I think certain media types will sit there and say that's important for a player to have a short short memory. But it, it's they're human beings. Like. I think from goal to goal, a goalie can't, you know, just completely go in depression uh, based off a goal. But you get better when you remember what happened or when you learn from what happened. So the immediate uh, push into a a hard practice is, again, these are the words from uh, Ken Cal and Paul Woods in the the, uh, second period uh, break um, two games ago. So this is Saturday. And Paul just made that great point of like, no, this is what these guys needed. Like, like too, too many times a team that is struggling like the Wings will will take the day off instead of the harder practice, and it, it just it goes in the wrong direction. And I think going into that hard practice is, and, and to Paul Wood's credit, I, I think I'm going to steal his point. Like, this tells the guys that we're not giving up on this season. This This is important. We are going to keep trying. We are going to keep pushing moving forward. And, um, I mean, lo and behold, Mike, again, we've made the comments going either way. Did Columbus play, like, not come to play? Or did the Red Wings really play two of the best games they've played all season? Either way, the result's the result. And they could have come out and had another stinker of a performance from an analytics perspective, right? We go back into the expected goals. Right. Mike, they nearly doubled up Columbus in chances in these two games. Double! Double! That's insane. That's an insane performance for well, any team. Like, it, uh, it, it, I just wanted to put the cap around that. It it speaks to the right decision to have that hard practice from from the head coach. Yeah, I, I don't know if that um, they they needed that. That was that was a embarrassing seven to one. Um, but uh, you know, Ken Cal was talking about looking at sample size, right? And uh, I think what you could do, obviously, I'm excited about two games in a row that are wins, right? So I'm doing the opposite of that. But it's only because it was following the shellacking, the unpantsing of, you know, what we experienced uh, the past three games. And it was a combined 12 to 1. Um, last year, I don't think we would have had this nice two-game win streak after that, where it kind of looks like, all right, we let's shut that chapter. We'll, we'll go to the next chapter. You know, we played like garbage. And, you know, the other team showed up to play really, you know, couldn't we couldn't have been worse they couldn't have played better kind of deal um yeah you know this season shows shows growth it shows that they're you know getting a little a little bit better and you know it's at least there's these moments where we feel like there's something you know to build on and you know have hope for for the next season where last season it just really you really just couldn't not hang your head after almost every single game uh right. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I would so, say. Looking at looking at looking at this small sample size, but in the grand scheme of two larger sample sizes, you know, the pr- previous season and this one. It's it, Mike. We've talked about it before. It's the uh, Beauty and the Beast song. Uh, there's something there that wasn't there before, and uh, you got. I thought it was uh, Bonjour. <laughs> you gotta make those baby steps, right? Like, yeah. like, so the seven to one was there before, right? But but that next step, right? The the let's follow this up and actually 
The two straight wins. Like, how rare is that? But followed up with, with two fantastic performances that, like, like we've talked about wins this year where we've been dominated, but we just we just beat the system. You know, we beat analytics. We had a great game and and beat expected goals. But this was this went according to plan. All of yeah. this went according to plan. And John Tortorella should be fired for it. No, I'm just these kidding. two <laughs> these two games for Columbus were so bad that they might have to field offers for Patrick Line. <laughs> I that's how bad that was. Like they're gonna have to think about, well, shit, we're gonna have to trade him because he's not staying here. Like this is it, right? Uh, the 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 decision for Columbus. We don't want to get too deep into into Columbus's issues, but how many stars are they gonna lose and keep saying like, well, I mean, it's the system that Torts brings in here. But like, they just lost two straight games to the Red Wings, and as much as I love the Red Wings, we know what we're watching. That this should be it for Torts. He's pushing star talent out of this team. And I, I, you know, I'm not one that has followed uh, Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, over in Winnipeg as closely as others. Uh, but again, just to steal a note from Paul Woods, uh, actually, no, you know what? It was Mickey Redmond, right? Um, it was the other, uh, uh, still, yesterday's game, but in the third period, I think he made mention, like, well, Winnipeg obviously won that one. <laughs> that was just like, wow! But I, I think there's a part of it that any star player that comes in here, uh, into Columbus, I shouldn't say in here, uh, it's almost like they immediately start butting heads, or there's some issue that comes up from Torts, and it, it's, it's probably some sort of issue with him that he can't not be the star, and uh, he's got to push people down because that's what it looks like. I might sound like a jerk right now, but that's what it looks like. If you're a star player, he treats you like garbage and he puts it on the front page. So I I don't know. If I was Columbus, I would have gotten rid of him when it was like when he was too much for Panarin. So now it's it's been too much for Pierre-Luc Dubois. And if anything, it looks like he's completely turned off Patrick Laine. Not completely, but he's getting there. I mean, the, the faces that Laine gives at the end of these games are just like, Cool. I, I'm still getting paid, right? All right, wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, uh, I would just, the reason, you know, we don't want to talk about that team too much, but I just feel like that's not where the Red Wings are at. Um, we just had another yes. article. We just had another, I believe it was uh, our boy, um, who writes for MLive? Is it Ansar? Yeah. He just had another, another, another piece about Bobby Ryan. Yeah. What? We're blocked by Ansar Khan. Oh no! Why is that? Um. I, well, I did the research. I went. I went and looked. There was a tweet back when we were Red Wings rant when it was seventy five in Woodward, and okay. um, he came out with an article that was like uh pretty supportive of. I, I think it might have been Justin Abdelkader, and I I was maybe a, a little, little critical. Harsh, a little critical. <laughs> Look at. Look, the point is not him. The point is that he wrote yet another another piece talking to um, Bobby Ryan. And Ryan is like, yeah, if I get traded, yeah, I'd resign with Detroit. I'm kind of bummed that I didn't get to, uh, you know, play at Little Caesars with actual butts in the seats. So, I mean, as much grief as we might give poor Blaschel, who's, you know, he's trying to play poker and he doesn't really have a, a full hand. Like, and he's like, I, I didn't get dealt all my cards. Am I... Wait, am I am I in this round? Like, yeah, you're in, you're in. I only got <laughs> one. Your bet. 
Oh my god, I don't want a bed. I don't have all my cards. Okay. Oh, I lost again. Um, but uh, I guess what I'm getting at is at least it seems like we have management in, in a good spot and Blash will give them grief if you want, but it doesn't seem like people openly hate playing for them. You know what I mean? Uh, we we don't have that situation like Columbus. It, it feels like, you know, you know, looking at a Bobby Ryan, other players, of course, but Bob saying, oh, yeah, I'd, I'd re-sign here, even if they traded me. I like this place. So I, it's, again, just something positive. This isn't, you know, like last year where you just felt like there's nothing. Uh, there's hope, Matt. It's another another example. So I wanted to touch on it. Said my and, piece. Uh, I know we don't want to talk about Columbus anymore. Jesse uh, is texting us. So, Jesse, you can comment, dude. We'll post it. Then I will say Jesse says, uh, but he's throwing out there um, Montreal's rumored to be interested in line A. So all that, it all, it's all going to come to fruition for, for Columbus. They're going to push out another star, whether it's just through free agency or it's they, they do try and pull something. Man, they him. better trade him. They Man. better get some draft picks because, uh, woof. Yeah, it's this, walking. Is this not just turning into like maybe not quite as uh, it's not like a parallel of like Buffalo where they just hit the reset button again, right? But I mean, isn't it getting close? Because Columbus hasn't really sniffed anything of success, and now it's I, we don't need to get into it. I'm just saying, like the one you, you know what you also make the choice of is this really the coach, right? Or or can we can we try something else, right? I this don't is know. this is one of those times though. I know that we're building for the future. I know it. But if we can not give up first round picks and start pillaging from the fire sales uh, that are Buffalo and Columbus, it's just something to think about. If you're just going to pick up young guys and not have to give up like a first rounder or one of our top four or five prospects, because man, there are going to be some names available. Um, and I think people might get mad at some of the trades that occur at the deadline because <laughs> I think some rich teams might get richer here um, yeah. pillaging. So well, we have the cap space to think about, you know, jumping in on that. But, man, it's uh, it's going to be a pretty you know, interesting deadline. I think this is going to be what, one of the bigger ones in years because of COVID. What's going to happen is we're going to end up getting some tasty scraps, I think, from somebody's dinner table. Uh, I think, you know, some teams are going to want to make – if, if they really want an Eichel in there, they're going to have to make some room, Cap right? Space, yeah. That's where I, I don't think we're going to land the big names, uh, but I, I think we're going to be we're going to be making some some real draft uh, draft pick capital here. Like it, it could be something real juicy if some of these top tier teams want to just separate themselves and say, "Nope, we're done. We've got this locked in. We're we're winning the cup it's, this year." It's going to be we're going to be like that used car dealership. Yeah, give us that lemon, but uh, you got to throw out about you know twenty five thousand cash down. What? Oh man! All right, here. And then we're gonna be what? rich with draft picks and money. That's uh, right now. Uh, our our blogger Jesse, who's uh, given us a couple of uh, quick hits for for the show, Pickard. Yeah. Uh, uh, pick, I'll say Pickard. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Captain Pickard. I guess I was yeah. saying it wrong when I watched Star Trek. <laughs> just kidding uh but we were working together uh he's been throwing out some ideas for trades and yeah. um yeah i mean uh what, what we keep coming back to is when like we want to trade talent for talent like make a value trade based off of our talent for like draft picks and a prospect 
then we keep coming back to that conversation of when are we just going to start pulling out, you know, give us your garbage. Let's, let's do some more of these. Let's weaponize the cap again. This, this is going to be that moment. And uh, we haven't, we haven't landed on the perfect trade yet, but um, we're, we're getting there. Uh, Jess, Jesse angered all of uh, Philadelphia, I guess, today, trying to uh, discuss uh, not only sending Anthony Mantha over there, but bringing uh, James Van Reensdyke over here. Um, I mean, point per game player. I, that that one's so that would be such a um, a weird conversation I think uh, for for Steve Eiserman to have in particular because JVR is still producing at a point per game pace right now so to so to say I'll take your cap dump of your point per game player right now granted he's taken a few steps back um, and it, it's not anything where I'm making that claim this is me reading other people's opinions I am not a Philadelphia Flyers fan I don't watch every game so. Uh, like that's the scuttlebutt on him, but it's still like, how do you have that conversation with another GM and do the cap cap dump? But the guy is, is the top point producer on your team. It's so it's like, it can happen. I just, to me that, that one's a scary thought where at least with Mark Stahl, you're like, you know what? You got this garbage that can't make the team toss them over here. Like it's just uh I wonder if like the the draft capital we get back is just something where we say, well, we're gonna get more production. So well, how do you take- feel about uh a Corsi of fifty four point eight? It's terrible, Mike. Yeah, it's good. Okay, because uh we don't I don't have uh as many juicy trades yet, but I've read the second article talking about the Red Wings getting Mr. Bean uh from Carolina onto our oh, team. Yeah. Um, another piece, I think this one had, uh, the twos, uh, getting sent over. Um, but it would be Jake Bean again, because Carolina just has too many of these damn defensemen. We don't know what to do with them. Um, but, uh, yeah, they think Mr. Bean is, uh, coming over, Matt. I don't, I don't know. He's Hi, Mike, we came in our, Ooh, he's Corsi. I, I told you the Corsi. He doesn't <laughs> play enough. He plays like 14 minutes a game. Uh, his course, he's 54.8 kids, uh, 22 years old, Matt, and Mr. Bean. Um, uh, that's that's what got that's what's got me excited is his name, Matt. I think you're gonna like his deep cut stuff, and he's not not producing point wise. He's got 11 points in like 23 games. It's not bad. Well, plus that last trade that you threw out from it was either Max Boltman or Craig Custins. Like they threw in a first round pick, right? Were we getting a first round pick and Jake Bean somehow? And I, <laughs> yeah, I think that one was. I think we had to throw in. I think that was maybe the Mantha trade. Oh, this right. Be, this one would be the twos. Oh, the okay. So Bertuzzi for Jake Bean, straight up. Straight one up. One. A little Paul Abdul, straight up. Straight up. Now tell me, is it going to be me and Jake Bean forever? Yes, yes, yes. No, it's on board. I don't know. I I guess. Like we just talked with Scott Wheeler uh, in the last episode. I mean, that's a guy on his on his radar. That's that's like one of his top five defensemen prospects right now. So, um, I become a fan. I I know I like it's kind of funny. Like, the, is the drop off really that far from Anthony Mantha to Tyler Bertuzzi? That the trade discussed for Mantha was a first and Jake Bean, and then Bertuzzi is just Jake Bean. Well, I don't. I know a little friend of the show. We don't want to talk about twos too much, um, but uh, I, I wish we could figure out what's wrong with uh, with Todd. 
Yeah, I guess maybe that maybe that's figuring into it. Um, we have to throw out there, um, Otto Cannabis. Uh, Jesse, get in there if you're watching the show. Tell me how to pronounce Otto's first name. Uh, he goes, did I smoke? Did I smoke too much? Did the Red Wings win back-to-back games? Um, you know what? You you could have and just enjoyed those those two games if you were. Uh, I guess I I don't know. Are are you a Wings fan? Let's throw the we'll throw that in there. But I, I'm gonna say I I wish I had because that would have been a hell of a ride to watch. Uh, especially maybe pretending if you get high enough that that Darren Helm breakaway actually went in. I don't know. That's a good question, Mike. Uh, for for a novice myself, how high would you have to get? to actually think that when Darren Helm tripped into the right pad of Merz Lickens today that the puck actually went in the net? Um, you know, that's a, maybe like a third of a bowl. Um, Matt, I will say that if anyone smoked too much, maybe it was Columbus. Um, I know oh. Detroit. <laughs> Detroit, we do have a lot of dispensaries. Uh, we have more billboards for dispensaries than we do for auto dealers. And this is the Motor City. So I, I think... Maybe the Blue Jackets were indulging a little bit. Um, and Otto, you know what? Have another one on us. Because we need a celebratory puff, I think. Because I don't know how many more two-game win streaks we're going to get. But that was pretty fun. I liked it a lot. Uh, Mike, did you have a... Um, who's that Pokemon for us today? You're goddamn right I did. Hell hey, yeah! Let's get that picture Uncle Jeff up there. I'm going, another I'm going. exciting edition of... So yeah, what we do is uh, I usually pull a quote out of context, uh, read it as friend of the show, Paul Woods. Matt's going to try to figure out who that quote is about. Matt, are you buckled in? All right, Matt, I got a juicy one for you. I hope it's not too easy. I hope it's not too hard. Uh, Matt, I hope it's right in the middle, just like our Red Wings, who are 9-8-3 and at home. Woo! All right, here we go. That's a Mike, uh, huge improvement uh, for a, a head coach with a team that was supposed to be terrible, wouldn't you say? I think so. Man, <laughs> well, your extension. Get ready, baby. All right, here he comes. Paul Woods, everybody. Hey, everybody, very excited to be here. I uh, haven't officially been on the show yet, uh, only here uh, with my proxy, uh, Michael. So uh, Ken Kale's already been on there, and uh, I'm going to come on and eventually play Who's That Pokemon. Here I am to read it for Matt Click here, and uh, here we go. So, uh, I thought Blank played well. Uh, our guys really like him. He's one of the better guys I've been around my career. He cares a bunch. Great personality. He's uh, really worked hard and keeping his game sharp. End quote. All right. Um, can I just get a quick recap? This this actually was Jeff saying this. Matt, this was head coach of your two-time, <laughs> two-time Columbus Spanking yeah. Red Wings, Jeff Blaschel. All right, and just one more time for the folks playing at home. I assume that they might have uh, taken a bite of cereal um, while you were reading that. Can I get it one more time, please? Absolutely. Paul loves reading these. All right, here we go. (laughs) I thought uh, Blake played really well. Our guys really like him. He's one of the better guys I've been around in my whole career. He cares a bunch. Great personality. He's really worked hard and keeping his game sharp. End quote. I just, it sounds like he's talking about like a 20 year vet. Like, I, like somebody that went through his, like, was, was like a, uh, somebody he coached in like, uh, you know, Little Caesars League. Um, 
All right, I'm trying to... Wait, let me look at the notes real quick. Let me see who scored again. Damn it, Matt. <laughs> look at who scored. <laughs> um, all right, let's let's try... Uh, so Jeff says he's been around him. He's one of the better guys I've been around in my career. My oh, God. Okay. Okay. Let me. Okay. Let me back up. I, I. He just means it could only be, like he just met this guy, but he's one of the best guys that's ever. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking this is a guy that's followed Jeff through his whole career, and there's a reason why for it. All right. I'm really stretching this because I have no clue who I want to pick right now. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Dylan seems like a pretty swell guy. Um, why don't we just so that there's no dead air? I'm gonna keep hemming and hawing, but uh, I, I, I guess I will say in your defense. Usually after they do who's that Pokemon, there's some sort of commercial, um, and then you have time to you and your buddies sitting on the couch. <laughs> oh no, who do you think it is? Is it Pikachu? Yeah. Could Can it I be? Go grab, who is it? Grab my trading cards. Matt, get your all your cards out, all your Red Wing trading cards with the little heads cut out, and you got to guess whose head it is. Mike, did I learn how to say his name today? Is it Calvin Pickard? Oh, Matt, final answer. That's my final answer. Matt wins it. Who's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if I'd read one more sentence, either way, would have gave it away. Um, because it talked about his uh his career. We like to call him Cali Cal Cal and uh Pickard, Pickard, Pickard. And then uh <laughs> after that it talked about him grabbing uh goalie coach uh Jeff Salajko a number of times and getting a lot of extra work. Guys have a lot of respect for him, certainly it's lift for our team. And uh man, that was another exciting addition. Yeah, full show, right? I think we're good to roll off. Yeah, um, I'm just excited to keep talking about wins, and uh, the Red Wings keep making teams uh, blow it up. Columbus, it over. Right now, DraftKings, can you make a an over under for who gets fired first? If it's Jeff Blashill Blashill or, or the Tortorella, field. Tortorella, Tortorella, Blashill <laughs> or the field, man. I'm taking the field all day. Bam. <laughs> all right. Thanks for tuning in. Every oh, wait. So that just means one more person is like one person has to get fired. Yeah, but with the certainty around Detroit. I blast those guys. I don't like them. I don't I like, like it. I don't I like, like Woody. I think he's. <laughs> you heard it from Slinky Dog himself. There you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Find us uh, at BOD Hockey on Twitter, at Brothers underscore of underscore discussion on Instagram. And uh, we've got our shop. Mike's wearing the shirt. Mine's dirty. Uh, Red Wings rant, sweatshirt. It's all you gotta do, Mike. Get a get a kid and run around for like two minutes and your whole body reeks. And the mugs. Mugs. Alright, uh check underwear. Cock rings. Um VODpodcast.com and brothersindiscussion.com on the homepage. It's the top. Stop. Check all that out. Slinky Dog does not approve that one. Matt, keep your slinky dog in your pants. All right, we're, let's get out of here. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.